91.5 Jazz and More is KUNV-FM and HD1 Las Vegas. You're listening to special programming from Nevada Voice and 91.5 Jazz and More, KUNV-FM and HD1 Las Vegas. This is Impact, a daily look at how we are coping with the coronavirus in Nevada. I'm Carrie Kaufman. Impact is a nightly half-hour show produced by the Nevada Voice and KUNV with CCSD parents and no racism in schools. The purpose of this show is to ask the questions we're all thinking about of the appropriate community and political leaders. We'll also be talking about community services, giving shout-outs to do-gooders, and highlighting things we can do to stave off boredom, and temper tantrums. We expect interaction. We're monitoring this on the CCSD Parents Facebook page throughout the show, and we will bring your concerns, advice, or funnier touching stories to light on the air. I am joined today by my frequent on-air partner, Kiko Cooks, who started No Racism in Schools almost exactly a year ago. And Andrea Strom-Cole is joining us by phone. Andrea is one of the three administrators of CCSD Parents' Facebook page. Akiko and Andrea and I will talk in a moment about organizations and people who are doing good in this crazy time and what we're hearing from our communities. But first, here are today's news updates related to the coronavirus. Governor Sisolak announced last night that his office is waiving work search requirements for Nevadans who want to collect unemployment. He also ordered the Division of Employment Security to waive the usual seven-day waiting period to collect unemployment. So if you file, you will be able to collect right away. Sisolak is also urging people to file for unemployment online. You can do that at ui.nv.gov. It's pretty simple unemploymentui.nv.gov. According to the Culinary Union, upwards of 60,000 of their members will be laid off in Las Vegas alone. Meanwhile, Clark County school teachers are being notified of students in their schools who have tested positive for COVID-19. The first school identified publicly is Lomi G. Hurd Elementary School in North Las Vegas. Teachers are being told that they will be contacted by the Clark County Department of Health if they have had exposure to students who are sick and have tested positive. On the national front, the Senate unveiled a coronavirus stimulus bill today that would pay every adult who has paid tax a $1,200 check with $500 per child, according to the Washington Post. Poor families who had no income tax liability last year would only get $600 per adult. Those making over $99,000 would get nothing. The Senate and House are going to conference starting tomorrow to figure out if they can uh, reconcile their bills. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has has waived all mortgage payments for 90 days for families experiencing economic hardship due to the coronavirus. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf has ordered all non-life-sustaining businesses to close in his state. In New Orleans Saints coach Sean Payton has tested positive for the virus. He told the Washington Post that his symptoms were minimal. Well, what do you know? Lockdown is my specialty. You are listening to Impact, the nightly show on uh, KUNV, and we're going to uh, talk about uh, what we know about, about this virus at this point in time uh, and what we are uh, hearing from people and some do-gooders in our community. I'm going to introduce here Akiko Cooks and Andrea Strom-Cole. So I, um, I went to Target today 
and uh, I, I, we went to get a jigsaw puzzle. Ended up in the books aisle for a I very long it. time. That's there was. It's very. Yeah. My my kids are really. Uh, you, you have to kind of like steer them around the books, um, but uh, there we were not the only people in the jigsaw puzzle aisle. People are going back to doing things. Uh, board that games. board games, uh, Legos that they were doing long time ago that they haven't done in a while with their families. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about silver linings because I think that's a silver lining that, you know, people are actually doing things with their families. Kiko, what do you have that are silver linings to this? Definitely the family time and seeing the community step up and help one another. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Especially in Las Vegas, that is known for people to be rude or or whatever Mm because it's such a touristy state but um watching communities um except for the obvious you know the obvious as far as people who don't um the hoarding and the buying you know extra stuff from other people but the community itself um is stepping up to help one another um i'm really enjoying watching the the restaurants step up to help feed our kids as well. So you, you have some actual um, restaurants that you have that you know of that are, are stepping up to feed our kids. Can you tell us a little bit about them? So, yes, yeah, Serial Killers in Henderson. That's um, really the name of the restaurant? Cereal. It's dope. It's, <laughs> okay, like, you can, you can eat cereal and play video. That's fascinating. <laughs> okay, uh, Serial Killers in Henderson. You can play games and... Eat cereal. Eat cereal, but you're not there. You can't play games there anymore. Not right now. No, no. Um, but, but they are allowing um, parents to bring their children to get a free meal. Um, and Yolks and Stacks. Yeah, That's, yeah. They That's are a- telling... You know, parents just come bring your kid, show the the text message or the post that went out on Facebook, and we'll give you a free meal. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, my silver lining is that my kids actually work for. Uh, well, I won't say where my kids work for, but my kids uh, are working for a place that is a restaurant establishment that does a lot of takeout stuff. Mm-hmm. And their boss sent something out today saying, "Hey, we're buying dinner for all of you. Oh, all nice. of you, and nice. they, have, they have a few hundred people." Uh, so they're like, you know, go to this place and say that you're from you're from us, and uh, they'll just give you dinner. Nice. Yeah, it was really nice. cool to go. Obviously, right, right. Uh, Everything to, is to go. To go. Um, I do want to want to touch on this uh, for a second, uh, Akiko. It was a year ago, yesterday, ten thirty eight p.m. Ten thirty eight p.m. Yes. That uh, so really all all hell broke loose today a year ago. Um, Tell well, us what no, happened. Well, all hell broke loose when I got the text message. Tell us about that uh, in the la- next minute and a half. Okay. So <laughs> nine black boys were threatened to be shot and killed at Arborview High School, and my son was one of them. And uh, the mothers of the victims showed up in response. We created an organization, and we have been working with the school district and other organizations to combat and dismantle racism in the school district and decolonize the curriculum. Decolonize the curriculum. How yes. are you doing with that? <laughs> You're funny, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Um, we're going to bring that in again. Uh, Andrea, you're home uh, with uh, your son, uh, I'm assuming. What are you doing? Andrea, are you there? Yep. Can okay. you hear me? Yeah. 
we're getting um, a, we're getting yeah. a weird sort of like wave, yeah. like like churning thing uh, that we're hearing. And it's Kevin, aliens telling us that they're laughing at us. It's aliens telling us they're laughing <laughs> at us. That is probably I hear that. Yes. Um, yeah. So I yeah we are in the studio and Kevin's trying to figure out what it is. So that's why I'm, I wasn't sure if you were there. But uh, but what do you find your yourself doing here in the next thirty seconds? Um. Jigsaw puzzles and reading. Nice. Books. I have a reading. stack of books. Yay! I'm making the kiddo read books. And a lot of kids don't want to read the books. I'm like, well, guess what? I'm going to read it to you. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing. Time to read. It's amazing. Are you it's letting amazing. your kid... Project. I, you know, I know your, your, your kid has some really, really good friends that he always hangs out with. Are you letting him hang out with one or two people at a time or, or no? Total, total lockdown. <laughs> I, I'm not. And, you're like, and you, Kiko? Nope. We are in the house chilling. You are you just you. No friends, no um, none of the people from the neighborhood who usually hang out at your house. So one two boys still come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't turn I can't turn right. my kids away. I can't. Right. Like yeah. I feel yeah. I'm being that mom. I'm just we're not doing it. But they can play video games together ah. and they're on these speaker things where they're actually looking at the same screen. I mean, what a great time to be in this situation. That is true. Yeah. So they're able to still interact, right? I mean, we've got FaceTime, we have um all sorts of technologies. So technology wise, um, you know, there's a lot of blessings there for people who have it. And for people who don't, I know there's a lot of companies that are offering free Internet right now mm-hmm. for the next couple of months. And um, it's just been really great to see how the community has come together. So this. I should note that uh, even people who are listening who are not uh, part of CCSD, who are not CCSD parents, you really should go join the CCSD parents Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash CCSD parents. They have all these resources that we're talking about on their page. Uh, I will have it on mm-hmm. the Nevada Voice page also, but CCSD parents uh, is just pretty pretty amazing with the volume of stuff they have and the discussions that you can have. Uh, and those ladies do so well managing that page. Yes, they do. do such and a Andrea good job. is one of them. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's our... <laughs> It's our uh, unpaid job <laughs> right? It is your unpaid full-time job. I feel like right now, I mean, the group is, it's been an amazing resource. We have, um, uh, for people who are on the page, um, and I, if you're not, go ahead and join. Um, but at the very top of the page, we have school closure questions that we've been um, basically kind of feeding to the district and looking for answers for those. We have threads on community resources. We have threads on learning resources. We're updating when, when and where kids can go get free food around the valley. We um, just about an hour before, you, before this call, we had a lady get on and say, hey, I've got a friend. This is where she lives. She's not able to get transportation to get food for her kids. Can anybody help me? Nice. And within I've been saying that a lot, too. 15 minutes, I mean, there was somebody on their way to go get food for her. So it's just, um, it's, it's above and beyond, um, yeah, this community, this yeah. community is Vegas strong. Vegas um, strong. As, you're, as you're talking about resources now on the CCSD page, uh, I want mm-hmm. to uh, uh, taper this down for a second and go to the interview. Mm-hmm. 
Just a reminder, you're listening to Impact. This is the nightly show on KUNV, looking at the social, educational, and, and, and economic impact of the Ooh. coronavirus in Nevada. Corona. We're talking right now. We're going to bring in uh, Felicia Ortiz. Felicia is a board member of uh, the Nevada State Board of Education. And there are a lot of questions on the parents page, Felicia, mm-hmm. Felicia that uh, we don't have answers to yet. Uh, I have a lot of questions. I'm sure you have a lot of questions. And hopefully uh, we can kind of sort out what we know and what we don't know. The first question I have um, is about SBAC testing uh, or what we know of as standardized testing. Fourth and eighth graders have been uh, focusing on this test for the last couple of months. Are they going to happen? Well, we have asked the U.S. Department of Ed to potentially give us a waiver um, because, again, the ESSA, Every Student Succeeds Act, requires us to give a standardized test in order to um, measure ourselves against, you know, all other states and to measure, um, have accountability for how our schools are doing. And there was a meeting today that the superintendent, the state superintendent, attended with the Council of Chief State School Officers. It was supposed to be attended by the Assistant Secretary of Education, um, but he did not attend the call. So we were hoping to find out at that point if we were approved for that waiver. Wait a second. You got dissed <laughs> by the feds? <laughs> totally. Dissed. Totally wow. dissed by the feds. Uh, great. Um, great are job. Are we surprised? <laughs> no, no, really, but... no and, really. and this is not a decision that you can make that we can make unilaterally here in Vegas or in Nevada. No, because if we don't abide by ESSA laws, right, that could impact our ability to get federal funding. Mm-hmm. Hmm, so, interesting. Uh, yeah. and have you been in touch with like our Congress people about this? Do they? Yes, they're they're actually the ones working on it. They're pushing hard for it as well, um, and I think it's something that we're not the only state that's working on. Yeah, uh, we sure. had actually applied for the waiver over a week and a half ago. Okay. Um, so it's been, it's been in the works. Uh, um, the idea would be similar if we get the waiver, right? If it's a big if, um, we would do something similar to what we did back in 2015 when we tried to do SBAC the first time and crashed the system. Oh, right. I remember so, that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, and this is me just speaking personally from experience of having kind of gone through the tail end of that and how we um, handled that is we would we would not have the test, right? And then we would just carry the star ratings forward through the next year. Because the so star be ratings come from the tests. Interesting. The hmm. star ratings make up, a, well, about 25% of the star ratings is based on the test. So um, the, in another context, in another time, not the coronavirus time, I, I do want to talk to you about the, the way we test and the way we rate schools uh, and the way we rate uh, principals and administrators, because that's an issue, um, one, that, one that the Review Journal uh, brought up a few uh, months ago. But uh, right now I just want to ask, uh, ACT tests are coming up. Uh, what is the college board saying about that? So ACT is not College Board. SAT is College Board. That's what I meant. I, 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 I okay. SAT <laughs> was right there in front of my mind, and I said ACT anyway. So I apologize. Well, they've already canceled um, the next three um, tests. Right. 
the the, so, the original test and then the makeup days or the the possible correct. change days. Um, yeah. So, and so yes, they will likely reschedule those dates based on what occurs, but that's all kind of up in the air at this point. Okay. Um, I think because it's this is a nationwide thing. It's it's best if students and families just use it as extra study time. Mm. <laughs> And then take it when it happens, right? I don't think that there's going to be colleges or universities that are going to um, hurt a child or like. There are many colleges and universities that aren't even looking at AC, uh, SAT or ACT for that matter. Yeah, they're starting to drop it. They're it's starting to drop it. Yeah. Um, I think all of the California state schools have, have already done that. Right. Um, but there are colleges and universities that are that are looking at AP scores because. Uh, you, you can get college credit for those, and, and the college board Correct. also administers them. Do you know what's happening with that? Same concept there. I think they're just pushing them back. Hmm. Um, they're, they they said they would be emailing me weekly with updates, so I've been posting or sending any information that I get to the administrators of CCSD parents mm-hmm. so that they can post it on the CCSD parent site as well so that we can keep parents up to date. Um, and I'm most concerned about our kids, obviously. Um, I know that a lot of the kids that are doing AP classes and, you know, studying hard for their SAT exams are, are high flyers and type A's, and they're probably, right. like, losing their minds right now because they were ready for this, and now it's not happening. So I just want them to to know that we're working on it. We're trying to come, we're, we're trying to get information as much, as soon as we can, but they should really take the time to just, you know, a get a little break because I know they've been working their tails off. Right. Um, but also to, you know, take extra time to study. It's an opportunity for them to have more time to do better on those tests. Okay. So let's talk about study, studying. Um, my kids are getting, homework from their uh from their teachers they have stuff that they knew was due uh today or tomorrow and so they're they're working on that because it was it was a sign before schools were closed uh there are a lot of kids i i hear that are getting homework we talked yesterday uh with uh, rebecca colbert and rebecca garcia about the fact that schools have different systems uh some have uh really robust online systems with canvas and some don't have anything at all and, I, and you and I have talked about absenteeism as a huge problem in this district because uh, people can't necessarily get their kids to school. Uh, kids have to uh, watch their younger siblings, what have you. How, are we, how do we expect uh, this vast, uh, very diverse district to be able to do their homework uh, in the same way if they're not in school? Well, we, we, we don't, <laughs> is, the, is the short answer, right? Um, we know that there's children out there that don't have access to Internet, that don't have access to devices. Mm-hmm. And so the school district is trying their, their best um, to provide for all kids. But you have to consider, too, there's also kids that are, um, that are exceptional, and require additional services, right? Mm-hmm. So our special needs students. Mm-hmm. And so they obviously can't get those at home. Sometimes right. their parents aren't equipped with the skill set or the tools or devices or whatever to help their kids. And so we understand that, and we're trying our best to give them options, but that's just not, we know that that's not always going to work out. 
Um, and so it's not going to be a requirement at this point. So it's, so, uh, <laughs> so wait a second. So what you're telling me uh, is that all the kids and all the parents who are listening uh, don't really need to do their homework, but they should still do their homework. I would, I would love they really did their homework, right? right. <laughs> because we're trying, what we're trying to do is keep them on the same schedule and kind of in the same learning path mm-hmm. in the event that we're able to come back as early as we're hoping, right? Mm-hmm. So if we do come and back, that way they don't yeah, go ahead. Lose, that way it's just kind of like an extended spring break, right. so to speak, but they don't have the same kind of summer slide that we see over the summertime. Okay, so that's, um, that's a good argument. And then it argument. also keeps them on a, on a schedule, ideally, right? So kids are used to having school from 8 to 3 or 9 to 3, whatever, 7 to 2. So that if they stay on that schedule, when we do come back, it's not as big of a change for I, them. I can, I can guarantee you my children are not going to be getting up at 5 a.m. if they don't actually have to go to school and be someplace by 7. <laughs> I get it, and I, I would do. I would be sleeping in myself. Too. Right? Uh, will there be makeup days? I mean, if we go back to school on, I think the fourteenth, April fourteenth, is what we're talking about. If we do that, will there be makeup days? Yeah. So, um, if that if that's the date, right? We would likely each district could decide on their own. Um, would either add time for the end of the of the school year or extend the school day or whatever to make up the time because constitutionally, I think the Nevada Constitution says we have to do 180 days. Okay. And, um, and, but quote, you just said, that, but you is, just said each district, right? You just said each district yeah. will make up its... Okay. So not each yeah. school, because we have a district that has 350 disparate schools right now. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We couldn't, we couldn't do it that way because of the busing, right? Um, uh, so we would have to stay on the same schedules in, in each school district so that buses can still run appropriately are there we couldn't have right are there markers that you are looking at to say yeah we're going to do this by april 14th is it or and is there something that that you that you'll be able to look at say april 9th or 10th to go oh yeah no we can't do this no it's, it's really totally fluid right now um maybe the the department of ed or the department of health and human services has something like that but I, I think everyone's kind of flying by the seat of their parents right now. Like right. we're just wait, every day is different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so with new information comes new decisions, and so I'm not sure um, when those decisions will be made, and like when we'll know one way or the other. But based on conversations I had when this, you know, was even a, a, an idea that we were going to have to close schools, that was the the, the thing we would close them for so long and then we would just expect extend the school year or add days you know time to the school day we see states like kansas is already canceling the whole school year so mm-hmm. i don't know what's going to happen to yeah if we have it in our constitution that's pretty tough akiko do you want to add uh, any questions to this anything you you've been wondering about the school year the calendar what your kids are going to be doing um just- so no, um, <laughs> <laughs> just to put her on the spot here. I, I'm I've been I'm really worried about the seniors. I'm worried about the class of 2020. Mm-hmm. And so, so I've I've spoken to Jesus and um, he Jesus is Jara, already, who is the superintendent of yeah. CCSD. Okay, yeah, and he is working on a plan to um, with the Department of Ed. I'm sure Joan is doing the same thing across, you know, for the whole state. Joni Bear is the uh, is the superintendent of the state. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, 
sorry, I forget to use their title. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so not <laughs> um, about titles. Anyway, um, I know that they're working on options for that. And so I, I would not, um, I wouldn't worry about it a ton. I think we're, we'll figure it out. Um, and the kids, we're for sure not going to not graduate them, right? They were like two months away. Right. So, I'm going to bring yeah, Andrea that, back I into this conversation. I wouldn't let that happen. <laughs> okay, good. Andrea, uh, Andrea Cole, um, I uh, got, just before we went on the air, there was something that was sent out by CCSD saying that teachers could trade their uh, uh, could give their sick leave to other teachers that they that they've made an agreement with CCEA, which is the teachers union, one of the teachers unions, to allow teachers to give away their unused sick leave. And I'm thinking, wait a second, aren't teachers getting paid anyway? Like, why why would they have to use their sick leave? Do you right. know anything about this? Have right, you... that's what I thought. So I think I think that because this is an ever evolving. Um, situation right now. Um, I think that that's just the solution that they've come up with for now. But we'll, we'll see what happens because okay. I think that there's a chance that we could go go longer without school, possibly. So, can I? Yes, uh, Felicia, you want to get in there? Yeah. So, so because this is considered would be considered actual instructional time. They're still expecting teachers to be communicating with their students and giving them homework and putting together lesson plans so kids could still be learning, right? Right. The state superintendent has said starting Monday, um, we have to be putting out instruction. Okay. Even if kids so don't if actually teacher, have to do it. So, okay. Well, I mean, we can't, we can't. You can't leave them. Because that's an equity issue, right? Right, right. We, That would, if, if there's a child that is in a low-income situation and they don't have access to this stuff and we mandate it, we're creating an equity issue. I personally want every kid learning, right? That's just, that's our, our goal. Um, but we, we know the reality of the situation. So teachers are expected to still be creating lessons, communicating with their students, putting lessons out, all that stuff. If they get sick, or they can't work, uh-huh. right, because they contract it, mm-hmm. and they don't have the sick time, uh-huh. that's an opportunity for their peers to donate their sick time. So can I ask, what about the students who don't have access to a computer to get the yeah, work? so they're, they're supposed to be um, at the food drop sites, all of the CCSD food drop sites. They're supposed to be handing out paper um, lessons or... or instructional material and i have heard that some of them are and we're going to explore that more right now it is uh coming up on uh 7 30 here and uh we're going to have to uh thank everybody and uh get out of here i know half an hour so quick is really quick can i can i give a couple shout outs to a couple community members that are doing some amazing things absolutely yes so one is a mother that I met on a, like, COVID barter site. She has five kids, and she has offered to, like, go pick up food for anybody that needs, that doesn't have transportation and deliver it to them. Um, nice. Come to find out, she's the wife of my very first boss from when I oh, moved wow. here in Nevada. <laughs> yeah, so super awesome. And then the owner of my old gym, Raw Fitness, he put the ask out. He was one of those kids that was hungry on the street 
of mm. Las Vegas back in the day um, and has created an army of people that are going to be passing out food every every day from here on out. So. Nice. Great, Shout and we awesome. are gonna. Um, I'm gonna take this and and run with it, and actually go with uh, with people who are handing out food, uh, and we'll have that on uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, I want to uh, thank everybody for um, for being on the show with us today, and our second day on the air of Impact. We're trying to figure out the timing here. We're trying to figure out if it should stay as a half an hour or go to an hour and it's uh, seeming to us that we're pushing the, this half hour limit here as Kiko said this it's quick. going quickly uh, thank you uh, <laughs> Kiko Cooks and yes. Andrea Strom Cole and uh, Felicia Ortiz for being with us today uh, please share with us your news your ideas your tips who's doing good uh, in, and who and how you can stay sane in this environment you can go to Facebook dot com uh, slash groups slash ccsd parents the link for the podcast for this show is going to be put up there at uh, that facebook group and at nevada voices facebook page and on Don't 1865 and on 18 uh, no yes. racism in schools no 1865 racism in schools, yes. i'm carrie kaufman thank you for listening to impact